a penis. Or did he have one? Right. I would imagine he had a penis. Yeah, he did. How do you know? In the first one, you oh, see his right. Arnold kind of swinging in the wind. Oh, yeah, that's right. And in the up. second one, no one goes, where's your penis, man? And they made a point of them looking at his penis, the, the guys. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 They wanted some of that. See, it's just it's, it's, it's commentary. Hey there. <laughs> how are you doing? The VCR is all ready. The burgers are cooking. And until they're ready, come sit with us by the movie light. I am, as always, I think, I hope, Dr. Crisis. I am Mr. Dust. And I am Melmut. And today we will be talking about the most iconic action movie, movie scenes, action scenes in movie history. That's what we're going to be doing. Dun dun dun. <laughs> okay, so well, I, I, do you want to wait till the end to actually say what we think is <coughs> the most iconic? I think it's a good way to to end the whole thing. Okay, people so, will be in anticipation <coughs> of our expertise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so let's just talk about iconic movie scenes. Then okay. Action general. scenes, right? Action scenes, okay. yeah. yeah. Iconic action scenes in yeah. general. I mean, the, the people say the pivotal action scene in modern movie action history mm-hmm. is what? Is French Connection. The French Connection. I've never actually seen it. I have. And uh, through a movie that I actually didn't find very good, I thought that was the shining moment of the film. Now, what is it again? Uh, it's um, a, a, a man that uh, Detective Popeye Doyle is um, Did he chasing. eat a lot of spinach in the movie? I believe that was in the original script, right? Not, not, I don't, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I think that um, was. I, spo- okay. I suppose that means that it is definitely the uh, <laughs> the truth. I just wasn't aware of it. Okay. Um, he was trying to ch- he was trying to track somebody that got onto an L train. He got into his car and chased the L train to try and catch him getting off. So that's the... Uh, that's the scene. Wow. Yeah, him going through traffic, trying not to run people over and do what he needs to do without killing civilians to get it done. I thought it was very, very good. So it holds up. I think it does, yeah. And I've seen... I saw it only a few years ago, and it's like I'd seen so many things by that time that were like action, and, and it held up. It was, it was William Friedkin. Everyone knows him you okay. know, most for... Exorcist. Exorcist, yeah. 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 But... Um, I, I thought that it was intense as hell. Yeah, I really liked it a lot. Yeah, uh, the uh, he kept it on the streets. The view of him, you'd have the view from his car uh, at the L going by over the buildings. Um, so I thought that it was uh, it was it was intense. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Wow. All right. Okay. So what's our criteria? Can we have like a fight scene as an action scene, or does it absolutely? Have to... Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Just that, well, well, how oh, that? No, you're right. No. Right, yeah. because that could be a separate category. That's okay. the only reason, right? Fight scenes. Right. We, we right, could how, have, how far down can we go? Because we could have said car chase scenes are a whole different category as well. Uh, all right, you guys just love it. Um, <laughs> okay, do you think that fight scenes should go in there? No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I feel for an action scene, for it to be called action, you got to have some kind of machinery. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that would would so that would exclude anything like with knights uh, or anything before 
the Industrial Revolution? Or? Oh, no, I guess not. Oh, yeah. So, I, I, I guess also machine, machine to, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, go ahead. Warfare would be a good one. Yeah, yeah and that's like a good mechanisms. You know what right, I mean? Right. It, can, it can be machinations of mechanisms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for it. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. Um, so, of course, another... I can, the problem's going to be in some of the movies, there's so many of them, you have to decide which one is the uh, iconic. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Uh, I guess in Die Hard, the iconic action scene is him jumping off the roof at the end, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Which still to this day, and, and if you want to catch, if you want to, you know, comp- the scene completes with him trying not to be pulled out the window by what's going on. Right, right. <laughs> Every time he gets that close to the end, you're like, ah! It's freaking <laughs> yeah. horrible. Yeah. That's interesting. Has that has that kind of been lost? Uh, I don't want to go into that because I don't believe necessarily that movies are worse than they used to be. You know that that's been something you can debate or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I find that tension for when you really you actually are concerned about the welfare of the uh-huh. person in in peril. At least for me, sometimes has been mm-hmm. lost in modern movies. You don't actually believe that they're in peril in any way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you were watching several times, John McClane, of course, going on the, uh, when he was going down the duct. Yeah. <sighs> and, and he was the, trying to reach. Yeah. Oh and what did, how was he connected again? How he, it they? was a, it was a strap to his uh, machine gun that he put the machine gun there and, and, and extended the strap and was holding right, onto the strap right. trying to reach one of the outlets to the duct and it, it gave right. that fucking shot. Above of him just sliding down. Yeah. There. yeah, and the tension building up, of yes. course, of of watching. Oh, okay, this is going to go wrong. I can see that it's going to yeah. go wrong. Uh, I don't know if we were just more gullible then. As we thought, <laughs> you know, you know, because he, there's no way if they're not going to kill him right there. Right? Yeah, you know, that yeah. would be funny. <laughs> I don't know where you go from there in the movie, but. Uh, but right. it's weird. It seems like with the advent of Steven Seagal's fame, where he was completely in, unstoppable and infallible in his films, where he was never touched after above the law, he was never hit. It's like, and it's like, all right, yeah, there's no, there's no surprise to this. There's uh, no... Yeah, but you could take. I mean, but are we also are we doing the wrong thing there? Because people would people were saying that Die Hard stood out at the time for the for the reason we're saying that it stands out, which is okay. that he was a uh, he was vulnerable. Mm. That he wasn't a Superman. Because, like, say, before that, Dirty Harry Rambo, right? Even though in the f- original Rambo, First Blood, yeah. of course, he was he was uh, yeah. vulnerable. Um, so, I, I don't know. That's true when it comes to... I've never never seen a Dirty Harry film, me personally. Which I saw two, three, yeah. three of them. Three yeah. of them, maybe. Are they amazingly great? They're fun. Okay. I like them. And that's only a quarter of the films they made, right? How many hours did they <laughs> I make? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Mm. So so okay so that would definitely go up there right absolutely should we do a top list should we just start over and do the top list okay number number ten boom 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 no it's not gonna nah, it doesn't seem like <laughs> oh, we can't get our okay. thoughts together enough while just sitting here like and that's the best one then we're gonna like five no wait that should be six and we'll do, we'll do. yeah I think we just yeah just name it. all right yeah. all right so that's two that's two I definitely feel that the scene where. Um, um, Jesse Ventura dies in Predator. Uh, yes. They come in and just open without fucking, it, without oh, saying yeah. a word, no hesitation. He yells, "Sergeant!" They all come running and blow yeah. the ever loving hell out of everything. One of the coolest scenes in movie history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. 
All right. Yeah, I, I love that scene. And each of them having a different gun, you know, and and, and blowing, you know, sh- uh, shooting the rocket launchers and you know, and, and grenades and sh- it was unbelievable. And of course, the mini gun, one of the greatest. Yeah, that was intru- that was almost a character in the movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. Old Painless, remember he called it? Yeah, um, uh, you know, Blaine. Yeah, uh, that's very. That, that's that's also a very interesting thing about inanimate objects that become characters in movies that become so iconic. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, okay, we'll do a separate show about also, uh, yeah, about things like that. But, okay. Um, no, we won't. I'm going to talk about it right now because I want to. Because <laughs> uh, briefly talking about what, what it reminds me of are things that are not, things that are either inanimate or, um, or, or don't have traditionally in real life the intelligence they attributed to the creature. Mm, you know, okay. of course, Jaws is one of the first ones that comes to mind. Yeah. Okay, yes. You know? Yes. But along that line, I think, goes in things like Twister, right? Yes. The way they made they they gave a, a personality to the tornadoes. Yeah, like you felt that they were not just doing things; they were coming to get you specifically. You know, they had <laughs> yeah. a plan, and you were the one they were coming after. Yes. Um, backdraft. Backdraft. Yes. The fire was an absolute monster. It was, it was malicious. Movie. It had yeah. m- m- bad intent. Yes. And it was coming after you. Yes. Was, now are these just? Is this a? What you said? You felt the same way about blood. In Bram Stoker's Dracula, you said he made blood a character. He did make blood. That ex- yeah, I guess maybe we should do a separate show because this is a. But he, yes, the mm-hmm. the uh, that decision to make blood an actual character in the movie, which is what he was doing, why he showed it in so many different ways, so much of it, down to the molecular level or cellular, I should say, down to the cellular level at one yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, and what blood meant and all that. Yeah, he made it a character in the movie, so it was a brilliant decision. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's a that's an incredible film. Okay, so back to the action thing. I just wanted to say that th- there will be a future episode. No, absolutely. Yeah. Nice preview. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, it better be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Big Trouble in Little China again is another one where it's like pick one. Mm. You know what I mean? So which one do you pick? For me, the first one that came to my head um, was the alley fight scene. You know what I mean? Because oh, when the three storms first show up. When the three storms first show up yes, yeah. between yes. the uh, the uh, the. Chang Sing and the uh, Wing Kong. Good job, buddy. I didn't yeah. remember that. The uh, Sing. I was going to say. I was. I was going to say Sing Dings. I was. I was going to say the exact same thing. Oh my God, that was. It was. Because I saw it when I was a kid. You know what I mean. And some action stuff you see when you're a kid is like, oh no, this is this is a little too much. You know what I mean. That one. It was. It was fun action. It wasn't like, oh, this is this is something bad's happening here, but it's okay because it's in a movie. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't have that feel. It had something like, it just made you think of Saturday morning. I, I'm gonna use that a lot, that <laughs> analogy. But that's yeah. what it's like. Look at these guys; they're fighting. It's like people are dying, but you get the idea that they're not really dead, and they're gonna do this again tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just this, you know, super long uh, feud between the Chang Sings and the Wing Kong. You know? Yeah, and the way you you, it kept building. Because mm-hmm. um, you, you think the, you got this horrible battle between the two human components, and then when it seems like the Chang Sings are are getting the upper hand, then the three storms mythological you know yeah. super beings come down and decide to fight, and then there's the seven foot tall roadblock at the end of that scene. Yeah. It's like it's ridiculous, yeah, the, right? The chaos of it all, yes. and, and it's one of the great introductions of characters, oh, God, yeah, you know, in action movie history. The three of them showing up in three separate ways. 
mm -hmm. uh, yeah. showing what their elemental powers were very briefly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. That's brilliant. And the first thing Thunder did was fucking scream when he showed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Which <laughs> is just a, right. Which is just a precursor to his entire performance. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Um, Bless him. And it also, what we talked about often with that movie, it, it is something that Carpenter did throughout, John Carpenter, the writer-director, and the musical. He also yeah, wrote the score. he wrote the music, yeah. Yeah. Uh, something he did throughout the entire film, which was give you just a hint of a long, long history that he wasn't going to tell you. Yes. Which was made that movie still, today, that's why it's so uh, rewatching. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> why, you know, like anything. You know, you keep people wanting more, but you don't give it. You actually don't give it to them, mm -hmm. so they can they can when they watch it, it adds an extra element of joy to fill in those things as you're watching it. Yeah. Like yes. what what is their history? What what is the relationship between Egg Shen mm -hmm. and 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 Lopan? Yeah. What really is it? They never tell you that. No. Yeah. I mean, and it's, they made. Why that. were the three storms so terrified when they heard Egg Shen was with them? Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly my next point you know because there was the relationship the dialogue between him and Lopan that was enough mystery and then he tells them Egg Shen is with them and then the two of them were upset that Egg Shen was up in the house you yeah. know what I mean yeah. oh shit we that's, gotta deal with him yeah. Yeah. You know? beautiful okay that's a good one very good one okay uh, see now okay Terminator 2 mm. What would you say was the iconic? Is there an iconic action scene in that? That's an iconic action film, but there's a particular scene. Would you say is iconic? The one I guess I thought of when you when you when you said the name of the film was um, him chasing the truck in the helicopter. Yeah. Um, the way that the nighttime and the light in there and and John laying under all the. It just gave you such a like you were there, like you understand that you know you're a kid, and it's like what's happening over there, and someone's arguing. It was yeah. kind of like, yeah. and he's going under the bridges and under the you know up you know and above and under the bridges, and it's just amazing. That's the one I thought of. Yeah. She's open firing while he's trying to drive. It's it's so much was going on in that scene. Mm -hmm. I, I love that scene. Uh, I guess if I had to choose, because I my my favorite scene in the movie was their their battle at the end. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. T one hundred versus T one thousand. Yeah. Is it T one hundred the first one? Right. I think it was T eight hundred. Oh, I think. Oh, I I downgraded him. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize, Terminator. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean because it was just, you know. Yeah, it's what you were waiting for. The it's exactly yeah. you're waiting yeah. for a real. They give you a precursor, and they give you a small glimpse of it when they first meet each other. They kind of you know fuck with each other a bit, but. Mm -hmm. That last, and they're also showing you all that he can do with the technology, right? Him punching through his head and his head becoming hands, yes. right? Him throwing him against the wall and then him his back turning into his front, yeah. you know, all, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, so that was that. That was probably my favorite scene in the movie. I can understand that. Both great action scenes. Yeah, and and the overall feel of that movie, I absolutely loved the tone of that movie. The, yeah. Yeah. There's something about, I mean, the cinematography and even the sound editing editing of that movie. I know some people had a problem with it because of the gunshots sounded very specifically different from other films. Right. But I, I don't. He was able to capture something about the coldness of technology mm. in yeah. in the tone of the movie. I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. The blues in that film. Yes. Were a, a unique shade, and in the way the 
it bounced, the light bounced off of it and everything. It was just like, what, what am I looking at? Is, this is something different here. Absolutely, you know? yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, the one I thought of was when, that I always loved in that, I don't know if it's considered action. I guess it is because there's cars chasing things. Um, <laughs> when he's chasing, when he gets John and uh, Liquid okay. Man is chasing them. You know what I mean? Yeah, in the, in the big rig versus the motorcycle. Right, yes. yeah, yes. yeah. You know, I just love that because you're like, ah, oh, John's safe. You know what I mean? Like, and Arnold, you know, TT800 uh, or, you know, he, he's flipping the, mm-hmm. the gun to reload it. Flipping the gun to reload it Yeah, um, was still the most magical thing I've ever seen as a child. Yeah. I didn't think that you that was possible. To make shotguns cooler, you know, and, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh my god, they're cooler!" Yeah. Yeah. Right. Quick side note, for me, he's one of the greatest action stars, like truly graded. Who? Uh, Arnold. Why is that? Because I feel in action films, for the most part, he was better than Sly. Sly was an actual actor trying to do corn and with a side of ham and cheese. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. And he just couldn't do it. He was too good of an actor. Arnold, he had charisma. He, the accent, he made it work. You know, he did those corny lines great. He did corny movements great. It was just, I think he was a better action star than than Sly was. Just as, just as far as action. I think that makes sense. He was also very funny. Yeah, oh my god, he was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, he could be very funny. Yeah. Which I think I think Stallone struggled with both of those things with natural charisma and comedy. Yeah, I disagree with you on that one. Yeah. I do. I think it was it all it all came off a little too forced for me. I think you have a problem with him. A personal I, I, problem. I, I don't have a personal problem with him. <laughs> I, I think he's wonderful. Uh okay. All right. Uh let's see. Uh okay, so what else are we talking about here? Um of one hundred percent course, the um Robocop goes after the uh, everyone in the warehouse right. of, of, of the drug warehouse with enough snow in it to make the dude just, just shit snow for a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I messed that up. But just the, the, the sheer, absolute, ridiculous, unstoppable nature that they made him where he killed an entire warehouse full of assholes by yeah. himself. Right. Yeah. And he warned them, which made it even better. Come you know quietly. I mean? Come quietly or there will be trouble. Yeah. Ah, fuck you. And then it just, yeah, then, it yeah. was on. In fact, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? That shot, them shooting him and then the music starts. Well, the music was starting before yes. that. Yes. Yeah. But that shot of behind him and he's walking to a clearer path of all of them. And the body language, he turns and it's like, Yes, give me, give, give. There's nothing you can do. The last time I walked into a warehouse is what made me like this. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> against yeah. some of you so people. So it's almost yeah. an emotional fuck you. Right? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, look, you're all going to die at my hands, yeah. you know? Yeah. And the brilliance of having um, Verhoeven, uh, Paul Verhoeven, the director, had him, uh, when he first walked in, target them all first. They didn't have yeah. that going on while the action was going on. He yes. did that, okay, have them all. Come quietly be trouble, and then and then okay, now how could you are? I already have it done. And they, um, he paused right before he started shooting. He didn't start shooting right away. Wasn't no. there a moment? As Steve was saying, when yeah, when, yeah. as Malmut was saying, <laughs> they when he, it was behind his back, and he you saw him just taking it in as they were all okay. firing. Yeah, on him. yeah. Because yeah. the first shot was a stunt double in the suit, and the guy was a little chunkier than what's his name, <laughs> yeah. and it was from the front. And you saw him getting shot, and they showed what those bullets were doing to other things. 
in the room okay. and not to him. And then he starts walking forward, and then they cut to behind him, and it had to be Weller. It had to be Dude. by the way that guy was moving. Yeah. And his and he turned a little bit his head like oh. Get your beatings. <laughs> Get thee behind me, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> My God. And I, I, I really do have to talk again about, if we're going to talk RoboCop, I have to talk again, even though we only briefly went through the scene of uh, him going back and, the, the whole buildup to him going back and visiting his old house. Mm. First, the buildup there. Right? But I have to talk just briefly about that scene and how emotional it was and how it, how it, um, I, don't, I mean, I, I, go and watch it is all I can say. Yeah. I, I don't want to detail it too much. But for me, the, the whole symbol of that movie is the broken cup. When he walks into the kitchen, uh, so he's, he's going through the, every, anyone that hasn't seen it, go watch it. But, it, it, you know, if you haven't, he's, he's walking through his old house, his family is gone, and they're doing this flashback to him remembering through his point of view, uh, his family. So, and they do it as, as if it's a screen fuzzing out. Yeah. And it fuzzes out, and then there's a memory, and there's his son. You know, can you do that, Dad? Right, that whole thing. He's watching a TV show, right? And they fuzz back out, and the music's playing, very melancholy, very sad, mm. him walking through. But he goes into the kitchen, and there's a cup on the counter that's broken that says, World's Greatest Dad. In the middle of this empty house that used to be his, that just, yeah, it, I'm sorry. I mean, it just it, that's great filmmaking. That yeah. one little thing that the that you catch that through all this, your emotions are like heightened already. You're you're feeling the sadness of the character. You're feeling the desolation of the house and of of these people are long gone. His his mother, his his wife. And his son are long gone. I have no idea he's still alive. He doesn't know if he's still alive, you yeah. know. And they just hit you with that cup. There yeah. it is, the broken cup, the broken humanity of that time. It's just, yeah. can't say enough about that scene. Yeah. So, okay. Um, Another uh, scene, action scene. One of the greatest of all time, in my opinion. S- starts with a fight. Um, you cheater. Ah, I cheated. Captain America Winter Soldier. From the elevator scene to him just, no, I'm Steve Rogers, nothing's stopping me from escaping this facility. (laughs) And the way it was directed, it was like, oh, you could see everything that was happening. Because sometimes when directors try to have a character do something that's larger than life, it's like, I can't, I'm not feeling this. You know, know, like, there's a bunch of things happening, but they grounded the the immense action in a way it, they had a like, dichotomy there you know it was this amazing astronomical action but they put you there they grounded it somehow and you're like yeah he just did all that look at him you know yeah that is a special skill there's very few people directors that can do that yeah. lucas is the first one that comes to mind mm-hmm. uh when you watch uh for example you watch attack of the clones yeah. The scene where he's fighting Django Fett in the rain on a foreign, on a missing lost planet. You're like, oh, I remember that time I was there. <laughs> you know, like, it's something about yeah. the way he directs, just like you're there. Uh, Cameron is great at that as well, mm-hmm. where you, you believe you've been to what they're showing you, no matter how fantastical it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Uh, for me, for me, well, we have to talk about Mission Impossible. 
Absolutely. Mm. Right? The I mean, very first one. The very first one, 1996, the summer of 1996. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that was all over the commercials. It is kind of the only real action scene in the movie. I mean, there's there's things that kind of border on action scenes in the movie. I mm-hmm. mean, and I remember us joking about it. Do you remember that before we went to see it? No. You remember? We were like, yeah. Imagine if that was the only action scene in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was the only action scene. Really? I mean, really. I mean, I, I actually loved that movie. Yeah. At the time, though, as a 16-year-old, you were 15. Yes. Uh, we, you know, when we went to see it, we were just, we, you know... We were a little bit disappointed that that was like the major action scene that we were right. Yes. You know. Um, <clears throat> but still, it is, sti- uh, to me, again, the scale of what he was doing there, uh, the realism of it. Mm. Uh, you, you didn't have things. You, you never had, you couldn't film on something going that fast without special effects, right? That was the whole thing. Because yeah. you've had endless, corny, really poorly done. Uh, action scenes on top of slow moving trains. Yeah. <laughs> because they couldn't get up that fast because the actors would fall off, right? Yeah. But they had was those hobo freight trains. Chug it, chug it, chug it. Do a spin kick. You know? <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. 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 That's usually what those, you know, how those went. They would go to this far shot of someone who's obviously a stunt, a stunt person. <laughs> And then the close shot, you could just see it was like two guys pushing the rail, you know, push, <laughs> pushing the cart along, right? You know? um, but yeah, that was that's what was so special about the special effects explosion of the 90s. Mm. The CGI explosion of the 90s was making things like that possible, not just amazing creatures and things that were impossible to do uh, in, in any kind of reality, yeah. but impossible to film because of the danger it would put people in. Mm. And that was one of them. Uh, that a fight on top of a bullet train, what would that look like? The first time we were able to see that, uh, that they weren't even able to stand up. They were going so fast. Right? Yeah. Of course, the capper of him, nothing like that, quite like that. I know there'd been buildup, right? Yes. I mean, you look at, you look at Die Hard 2, right? Yes. That kind of reminds you, he comes flying out of the plane and when it explodes right towards the camera. Yeah. Which is still, I, I don't think that scene is talked about enough. That, that was an amazing sequence of him flying all the way you saw the chair flipping the plane explodes below him he comes right up to the screen oh shit and then he goes back down it's like that's unbelievably amazing that yeah. shot yeah I remember that was all over the previews yes which they should yeah. have done that yeah, they should have really saved that you think yeah because really that's what you remember about that film it's like it was in the previews and it's on the commercials and it was in the film and then it's over maybe that's why people don't don't talk about it for some strange reason people don't like that movie right? no no it, it seemed to be one of the shittier uh, Die Hards, which um, I, mm. I still think it's cool. I think it had sequelitis. You know, it was a lot of, and Holly's stuck somewhere again, and that reporter guy's back, and it's like that. And it's also Christmas. And it's like, <laughs> so that kind of stuff is dumb. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The worst is when they try and, I, I actually think it's corny when they try and address it and mm. thinking that'll make it go away. It's almost yeah. tacky. You want to say tacky? <laughs> no, it's like that's some tacky yeah, shit. Yeah, just yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I liked it. No, I like the second one. No, I, I think it's better than people give it um, uh, credit for. I think it's a better film than than um, yeah. yeah than it's uh, reviewed. Yeah. Right. But yeah, that was that was when Mission Impossible came out. That that was really mind blowing. That that 
Tom Cruise was flying off the back of a helicopter that was exploding and landing on a bullet train. <laughs> I mean, that, it was Tom Cruise doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it still gives me chills. Um, it's a remarkable scene. As I said, it's the one movie so far that it, that is the only action sequence and it is that iconic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, cliffhanger. Okay. What scene? Uh, the opening. The you opening. call that an action sequence? Yeah, that's a good... It's, kind of it's bending that there a little bit. I guess. It's such a good scene. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, a thriller kind of yeah. intense sort of thing well, there. Well, I'm going to cheat. We're going we're gonna to cut... We're going to stricken... This is strike from the record. <laughs> <laughs> Can I cheat? No. I will. It's all over now. No. Okay. Don't watch Cliffhanger if you want to, <laughs> but we're not talking about it here. <laughs> no, come on. The opening se- That opening <laughs> sequence. I think what you're getting at is the way it was done was like an action sequence. I don't so what you're think that's at? even true. I just want to talk about that scene. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. yeah. I was, I was trying to give you an in, man. You just you just tossed it. My in is, is I'm talking. That's <laughs> uh, All right, so now we've moved over to this episode. It's about scenes from cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, scenes from movies. <laughs> scenes about cliffs. <laughs> How many can we figure out with that? How many movies were... Cliffs play prominently. Well, in Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid, where they were like, he didn't want to jump because it was like he he was afraid he couldn't swim. And one of the best line, you know, it's a are you stupid? The, the fall will probably kill you. Right. You have to wait. So that was line. jumping off a cliff. Yeah. Thelma uh, and Louise. Thelma and Louise, Louise, of course. The ending of Thelma and Louise. I don't care if you haven't seen it by this time. It's too long. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get a pass any longer. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers for Thelma and Louise are let loose. Um, cliffhanger. <laughs> and now we've come organically to Cliffhanger. What were you saying about Cliffhanger? <laughs> What's that? A movie with uh, Rambo in it. <laughs> and a Wait, great versus, a, versus a cliff. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say, it has a great opening action scene. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, no. Well, I just want to talk about it because it's such an incredible... Yes. It, it's so tense. It's so well-crafted that they, they're talking... They're You know, this this happy little, you know... Back and forth they have. But then, you know, Rennie Harlan, director, starts doing this little thing where he, he closes up on... Sl- the first thing, first indication that you get that this is going to go bad is when he closes up on... It's very subtle. But he closes up on uh, Sylvester Stallone's foot mm-hmm. just on the edge of the cliff, which makes you just... You're, okay, that's a little tense. Not that it's foreshadowing exactly what's going to happen, but he's reminding you of how dangerous the situation is. And he's reaching out, he's reaching out, and he grabs, right? So that's when you first start to go. He gives you the smallest feeling that this isn't going to end well. Like something's coming. And then we talk about turning inanimate objects into villains. For one brief second, he turned the strap around that woman into a malicious creature. (laughs) (laughs) The way he directed it, the buckle breaking in it, moving across her body, undoing, and her... Her, that actress was incredible. Uh, her, oh God, her screaming as it, you know, uh, Michael Rooker, of course, was fantastic oh, yeah. in that scene. So, yeah. And then who would it, I mean, really, who's guessing that it's going to end, the scene's going to end that way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. No. I remember the, the shock around it when it came out. Everyone was like, did you, the beginning of that scene, oh my God, I can't believe that happened before I knew, you know, what actually happened in the film. People were talking about, I can't believe they started it that way. Yeah. 
And her screaming, they added little things after she, after it actually happens. And the, you know, of course, the classic watching her. First, she falls. He grabs her. He actually gets her. And then the fact that it's she's panicking so much this is the reason she dies. And and the acting there was so fantastic. Remember, yeah. he's t- would you just reach? Out? He's tell he's tr- he's begging with her to yeah. just just to reach up. And the, the look on her. She, she, and then she turns, oh God, this is not good. This is heartbreaking. Uh, she <laughs> turns to her boyfriend, Hal, Michael Rooker playing Hal, and says, Hal, I'm slipping. He can't do anything. He's in the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. But she turns away from Sylvester Stallone, Gabe, t- t- and says, Hal, Hal, I'm slipping. Yeah. Asking him, some, it's just every little thing they put in there. And then that, uh, just the framing, the slow motion of, the, of her hand actually coming out of the glove. And he does that wide shot of her almost a picture almost a painting of her her hand coming out of the glove and falling uh and then of course the very last just stabbing your fuck um was was her screaming no on the way down not just ah you know it's bad enough she's screaming no and it went to a shot of like right on her there right yeah Yes, they did an amazing shot of the wind remember, yeah. at her hair and just a, a close-up on her screaming, nah, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah. Because you, know? you think in the, they, 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 they put you there. Because normally in movies, it's like, oh, I slipped, and they're instantly dead. You know? It's like, no, she's going to be alive for the next you know, 15 seconds until right, she's right, brutally right, dead. You know? Right, Yeah, and then he's got he's to slide off of that fucking rope and go get in the helicopter. It's like yeah. the shot of, of Stallone staring downward and then putting his hands over his face where he, he can't... Over his eyes, which was, yes. I thought was important because yes. he says later, you didn't have to look into her eyes when she was falling. Yes. Which is followed by one of the worst lines. Yes, yes it is. Uh, so let's just drop it. And then Michael Rooker says, no, you're the one that dropped it. The it being his the love of his life and his girlfriend. But he got him there, didn't he? God bless America. Hey. Zing. (laughs) That should have been the tagline. Cliffhanger. Zing. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so that's why it had why we had to talk about it. Uh, No, I I definitely agree, and I'm glad that we did. And Rennie Harlan also being the director of Die Hard 2. That's right. We talked about. Yeah. Yeah. All comes full circle. In the end. Because you're an asshole. It's full circle like an asshole. I don't. No, I'm not. I'm not. What if people have like an oblong asshole? I'm not going to get on. You know what I'm saying? Be more inclusive. You know, I, I apologize to all those bitch. with irregular assholes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, cripple. We, no, we're, we're not going to have you on today, cripple. Come on, uh, yes, uh, morph. This is our good friend, cripple the clown. He uh, he is able bodied. It's just the name. How you doing, Cripple? Uh, Basilica. Yeah, yeah, no. I <laughs> uh, can't. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fine. All so. right, you don't have to. Oh, good, good. Thank you. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll we'll continue the adventures of Cripple the Clown when we come back. We're back. Um... <laughs> and he, Cripple escaped, so. Um... <laughs> We'll have to go on with it. <laughs> All right, dude. Yeah. Uh, oh. What? He's okay. not well. He's not well. He's, yeah. Um, so, 
What do you got? Uh, to go. continue, if this is again an imagined action sequence, but the, the tense thriller horror nature of it um, is when simultaneously all of the ships decide to attack in Independence Day. Oh, yes. Uh, they showed, what was it, three different cities at, at one time? D.C. Uh, New York, D.C., and, L.A. And yeah. LA. Yeah. The music, the absolute horrific desolation that that was, and, 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 and destruction. Because, sh- of course, there's the initial shots of hitting the, um, the Empire State Building, seeing it completely explode, the entire thing at once. But when everything was set, when they, they showed it all being blown up, those those first shots of the buildings, that shot of it just fire just coursing through the, the streets of the city. So that music, just like, it's over. The army's not going to come and say, ah, oh, we're going to stop this, and no one's going to get saved here. Right. So they, the way, but did you, slowing it down just a bit, mm, the yeah. way they built uh, that scene, mm. right? The way they're building, when you when the whole world really realizes that they're hostile, right, is when... Yeah. The, the thing opens, they shoot down the helicopters, and that's when it's, oh, it's for real, it's on. These are hostile creatures that have intentions. And from then on, the music keeps building and building and building. Yes. David Arnold, the, you know, the, uh, the, the one that did the score for that, the, uh, did it, it, the horns he used at that scene, you know, the, the building, the building, and then, of course, you know, the classic... Uh, the, the clock ticking out, and there's Jeff Goldblum. He's on yeah. the plane. The mill is bu- building, building. Horn ends as as zero hits. The horn hits, and then time's up. And that's when they go slowly. So the the building of that energy, yeah, and and then that's where the music ends for a while. That's mm-hmm. what's really fascinating. That's what's again skill in filmmaking. No music for a while. Only sound effects. People screaming, glass breaking, things exploding, of course. Lots of explosions. Uh, this, things this, collapsing. The, the sound of the actual beam hitting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That whole kind Absolutely. of... Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then, so you're following all this throughout, and then that wide shot. like you, and, and one of my favorites is when they show it rolling down the street in L.A. with yes. the palm trees. Yes. In front of it. <laughs> In the foreground, like yeah. this, palm trees are supposed to be a symbol of happy joy time, yeah. you know, like <laughs> relaxation, and they just show them being incinerated. I also love the the the, the purposeful throwing of a fire truck at you with fire. Yeah. So they're a great symbol of things totally out of control. <laughs> fire truck's supposed to put out fire, right? Yeah. <laughs> More fire than any fire truck can handle. Right, right, right. Love that. Still, it's still it's a siren still on. Yeah. Uh, and then they go to that wide shot, and then the music kicks up again. Which I thought was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and then when they go to Vivica Fox in the tunnel, they do. He does this amazing shot of her running with the kid, and then turning her hair. He slows it right then, and the music changes to something more desperate, just as she turns, uh, because she realizes no fucking way she's getting out of this tunnel. Yeah. It's just not happening. And I thought it just. And she's holding the kid again. When filmmakers could capture a particular scene like it's a work of art. That particular scene is has been illustrated that it tells you so much just looking at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that, that, that is a great one. Yeah, that that is an absolute a, masterpiece. Uh, absolutely. Of, 
fuckery. It just like, <laughs> just messed you up, man. Yeah. It, and then for it to, to end distra- up, it's 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 a, it's, it's it just elegant destruction is what it is. Right? Absolutely, it's most of, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then for the, the the capper to destroy our symbol of government to show the White House being completely destroyed. Yeah. And I have to mention the aftermath of the scene when they go to the next day, mm. and you just have a close up shot of the. Statue of Liberty in the water and this city in complete destruction, completely destroyed with, with the the middle of the ship closing. And it, yeah. you see it spinning. It's, it's the most horrific, <laughs> horrifying yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah I mean, that's a good one. Yeah, that's 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 always a good one. There's, there's a lot that goes into those. Right? There's a lot that goes into a lot of movies that... And I called it... I know I called it stupid mm. in my review of it. I, <laughs> but you know what I meant by that. I yeah. mean, you oh, weren't yes. going to get... It's not... It's not like Twilight Zone level of, you know... Of science fiction or anything. Of science fiction, yeah. right, exactly. Uh, but that's actually one of my favorite movies, period. So you can go to hell. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> Wherever you may be. <laughs> Wherever you may be. I'm sorry. So some other one... You can go to hell! I keep, <laughs> I keep wanting to think of... Uh, I keep wanting to mention something Jackie Chan somewhere in here, but a lot of his were hand-to-hand. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would do stunts, of course, you know... Um, what Jackie Chan does stunts? Yeah, you believe Holy that? Shit. I didn't know that. <laughs> so I'm trying to think. I mean, he has to be the greatest action star of all time. It's not all, even close. All things considered, it's not even close. It's not even close. Yeah. No, you know, it's like Arnold did his own, you know, thing. What did he do? Oh, he lifted a rock and like threw it or something. You know, it's like oh, that's, that's cute. You know, <laughs> comparatively, yes, yeah, because yeah. we know Tom Cruise has done a lot of really cool stuff, really oh, yeah. dangerous stuff, but. Yeah. You know, Jackie Chan was yeah. for real, for real. One yeah. stunt in Police Story, he got third-degree friction burns, electrocution, and cracked two of his vertebrae on one stunt. You know? It means he's a terrible stuntman. It means he's a <laughs> fucking terrible stuntman. No, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, he's, I'm uh, only joking. terrible. Yeah, I was playing. <laughs> it was all a play. Um, now, he is the Jimmy and the John. Oh, yeah. That's what that is. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Because just he's... It's, it's ridiculous. Like, he... He would perform it all. He would create it all. He would direct. He would edit. You know, it's it's astronomical. It's Orson Welles of action movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very well one. said. That's very good. Yeah. So I'm just trying to think of stuff that would fit our criteria for he's, him. He's action Orson or Orson action. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about that? I like that. I'm happy with it. I'm not. I don't think that you should be this aggressive all day. <laughs> <laughs> Even, you know, fun American, more Americanized movies like uh, Rush Hour. Right. He had amazing shit in, even though he was like 800 years old. (laughs) God bless him. Yeah, the pool room scene. Oh, my God. Yeah. That one. And and the scene when they went to the uh, Fu Chao restaurant and they went upstairs to see uh, Jun Tao, you know? Yeah. Everything went down there. They're just brawling up there. You know, everybody. It is a fracas, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he kicks the damn gun out the window. You know, yeah. it was just we kicked your ass. Oh y'all, y'all got your ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> a great freaking team up. Man. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. All right. So, any other iconic action, action scenes? Probably big action. ones were missing. There probably is. We mentioned some some big ones, and I don't know if you can get a bigger scale than Independence Day as far as you know scale is right. bigger. But yeah, some ones that are really like wow, this is always talked about. Um. 
But then where do you choose? Like Speed is an iconic action movie, but mm-hmm. what right. scene do you choose in Speed as the iconic action scene? That's true, because the whole thing was one long kind of like, all right, let's... Exactly. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of one that, that really like right. stuck out. That's I mean, interesting. Yeah. I mean, everyone says the bus jumping, which is great. All, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I would choose that as the scene. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, uh, anything. There's got to be something else. Oh, I, oh, so we're going iconic or just great? Uh, anything. What do you okay. think? Um, another MCU film. Um, Civil War. Uh, at the airport? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The airport. That was a hell of a scene. Yeah. You know, because I went to see it. And, you know, us being avid old school comic book readers, you yes. know, we're like, you know, we always settle, you know, it's like, oh, no, no, that was cool, you know, but, you know, it doesn't light a candle to what Jim Shooter and, and, and the gang right, went to, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. doesn't light a candle? Does it hold a candle? <laughs> I am just it, a piece it, of it, shit. It does no, neither no, it, is the real point. Exactly. The candle, if you're holding it, it's not even lit and you can't <laughs> hold it anyway, so forget it. No, but that's all true. When you think about what Jim Starlin and mm-hmm. Kirby, King, the, the King Kirby did, yeah, you go. No, none of this. Act, I mean, none of the actual movies matches the epic nature of the comic books. They never do. Right. But I understand it's a different medium and why certain things can't be done. Right. So. Yeah. And so you're like, yeah, this is fun. But I was like, I felt a little glimmer. I think it was more than a glimmer. I, I felt what was going on. I felt the kinship between that airport scene and the greatness of the comics because they were doing so much. Balancing all these characters and the different ways they fought and and their different personalities and ah oh man it was awesome yeah yeah but it was a wonderful scene as I said then they did and the whole ramping it up they started with them rushing at each other yeah. and then they're fighting they're showing the different styles of fighting between each person and then of course the huge surprise they got people flying over yeah and then the huge surprise of Ant Man becomes Giant Man and there's a whole yeah. other level to that you know yeah. and Spider Man of course jumps into the and he's swinging around on him it's like they they tried to do so many levels of the fight mm-hmm. and succeed again I, of course before he was Giant Man he was crawling around in Tony Stark's suit oh it's my like god so Talk many different of a comic yeah, book. So, yeah beautiful beautiful to go from to tiny to huge to flying to on the ground to superpowers to fighting to it yeah. was, brilliantly done scene very exciting again skillful right there's a craft in building things like that that we've all watched movies action movies a lot of action movies that um it's just a mess right none of it makes any sense you don't care about any of it because it's just throwing it at you there's no craft or skill in when something happens and how it happens you know what i'm saying absolutely yeah so that that is the difference. People say, "Well, I don't understand why people don't like this, but they like that." Well, craft skill is is is, is <laughs> yes. We all have nice ideas, don't we? But but you know, <laughs> how are you implementing it? How are you you know yeah. how are you executing this idea? That is that is at least half the idea. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. Uh, I'm sure that you know this people that went to film school or whatever who could put it better than we do and probably sound, <laughs> we sound like a bunch of morons but <laughs> it's just fancy words they would have <laughs> they would just have the all these the bitterness is showing <laughs> you know in your fancy words I still look at a movie too but <laughs> <laughs> my eyeball spheres you know? I'm saying both not even the optical sphere my eyeball spheres it's redundant there's one of your big words <laughs> Right. I can say him too, rotisserie chicken, whatever. <laughs> Aren't I cool? <laughs> oh, look at me, I'm so cool. Yeah. 
but we talked about its sequel. But I think for me, one that I'd say action sequence and um, just tense and scary again was the first Terminator when he comes to get her in the in the uh, police station. Of course, it it started with his now supremely iconic line, "I'll be back." Right? Is that is that the first time he ever said? I it? believe so. Okay. Yeah. Because um, he did not say it in in, in um, uh, Conan anywhere, and he didn't do many films before uh, that. Um, but yeah, having the having her wake up in on the couch in the one office, hearing gunshots, and then the cops running through the office saying it's fine, just stay here and running. And then they go, you hear it, it's worse, more gunshot. And then they go back there, just crying in, in the room, yeah. like I don't. He's coming again. He's coming for me. It was an amazing scene, and of course, mentioning which was cool to, to reference it after the second one. They said that he had killed seventeen police officers that day, yeah. and I've tried a couple times to count it, but they don't show everybody. Of course, they you know they, it's, it's. I was wondering if they show it's all, all seventeen of them, but they don't. Yeah. Ah. Wonderful scene, the tension, and then her hiding under the desk, and then Reese comes in, she thinks it's him, and then they got to escape him when all the cops you just saw in the movie, good people trying to protect her, are all dead now. It's just... <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. They they're, they're what a surprise him. that they kill Paul Winfield yes. and Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. They're just dead. dead. Yeah. They're just dead. Because yeah. 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 you love them. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lance Hendrickson seemed like a jackass, but then his his uh, rapport with Winfield, who seemed like a good cop, it was they really put you there. It's like, yeah, these guys are just trying to do their job. Ah, they're murdered. You know, it's, it's just <laughs> freaking crazy. Yeah. Great scene. Really fantastic. All right. Uh, is there any other truly iconic action scenes that we mm. can think of really quickly? Right, too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> we got some big ones, some good ones. Um Anything in, because um, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, anything from True Lies? I remember Joe uh, or someone At the time, that. right at the time, I, I haven't seen, I, the last time I saw it, of course, you know, that's that's the thing. Some things don't age well because of technology, and, right. and they just don't, they're just not impressive anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, last time I saw it, I was surprised at how little effect the end action scene on the, on the plane, on the jet plane, yeah. really was. It didn't really. Yeah, I saw it a few years ago. It didn't really stick with me yeah. uh, as much anymore. I agree. Yeah. yeah. At the time, that's a great one because at the time yeah. that was huge. Oh, people were losing it. I mean, the people were losing it. That was the chilling. It was actually chilling mm. at the time. Uh, and that's strange how those things change. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, Twister. Twister. I I still enjoy Twister. Still mm-hmm. enjoy. Uh, yeah. But as far as iconic action scene. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, you talked about uh, before um, that making the Twisters actually have personalities. Right. When that Category 5 was showing up at the end when they are watching Shining. and uh, That's not the end. That's not the end? No, that's, that's, a, that's a scene I was going to say was probably the best scene, but that's oh, not that's the not end. Oh, that's not the end scene? No. Where the hell am I at? I don't know. <laughs> wow. I, maybe I turned it off after that. That's the best that gets, and you turned it off. <laughs> no, it's not the ending sequence. Oh, no, sure. no. That is a great sequence. I remember that being because absolutely because amazing. Because it's yeah. sneaking up on them. He finds a way to make a tornado sneak up on people. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. And because they just show the lightning, and you realize it's behind the movie screen. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. And I remember her realizing it was coming. Yeah. She's watching and then looks up at the TV screen, and it's, and it's fuzzing. And then they go to the, you know, the the... 
Paxton's new bitch. What, what, was, what, <laughs> what was Paxton slash Rick Moranis? Go back and look at it. Hey, you became Rick Moranis I at like, one point. I like. I'm not. What? What? I like Paxton. I'm stating facts. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Are you saying you it's hate a Rick fact? Moranis? It's a fact, Jack. That when he he walked up to us saying, "You stole Dorothy," he might as well have glasses <laughs> on and was running from a weird. Gozer Beast in Ghostbusters. <laughs> he was Rick Moranis for 10 seconds. That was very weird. So the um, question it becomes, are you insulting Rick Moranis? I'm stating a fact. You're the one that insulted Rick Moranis because you're like, well, don't call him that. I like Bill Paxton. Don't call him that fiend. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was... Um... <laughs> I don't remember her name in the movie. Who? Uh, his side. His side. No, it wasn't even his side. It was his fiance. <laughs> Fine, bitch. <laughs> oh, um, I don't remember I her don't name remember, outside. I don't remember anybody's name in that movie. Not yet. Well, there's there's Dorothy. No, <laughs> his name was like Bill in it, wasn't it? Was Paxton. It? Wasn't his name Bill? Oh, okay. I thought it was Paxton. That <laughs> <laughs> it was Bill Pullman. Ah. <laughs> We, they both were mentioned today, at least the movie they were in. Bill Pullman playing the president oh, that's right. and Independence Day. Yeah, of course. Who did not turn into Rick Moranis at any point <laughs> during the film. But kind of turned into Michael Douglas. I think he always has a bit of I'm fighting Douglas away. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of thing. I love Paxton. Oh, no, Paxton I mean, does. I mean, Pullman. No, no, I, lo- Pullman? I like Paxton, too. No, I think Paxton, yeah. yeah. I ended up liking him more, and I was really sad, not because, I like him now, I'm sad he died. I was just, <laughs> even when I didn't like him a lot, I was didn't want the man to die. I, I kind of did, even though I like him. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's, that's just that's, a whole I, side I apologize thing. to the family members. <laughs> They're not watching this. <laughs> Nobody's watching well, this. given that we have no camera. Um I don't think we're watching. Yeah, um, I don't think I'm paying attention at all. Well, um, I don't remember what we were talking about. We're talking about the thing. woman that replaced the, the indomitable <laughs> Helen Hunt. When they really did make her, like you've mentioned before, they made her like Van Helsing. She knew it was coming. She knew that the devil was on the way and she needed to fight it. They really they really did do that. I definitely agree with you. Um, she's I, annoying yeah. as hell. Um, <laughs> nah, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, man. Who, who, exactly? Helen Hunt. Became, in that movie? Or? No, I actually still didn't mind her in that. And yeah. I, I did like her. I could see why people were talking about her at first. Then she well, just you became... Well, you um, loved her in Mad About You. I, I was in love with her in Mad About You, actually. And yeah. I thought that she still played a person that just like a full person. So you, is this a breakup? You broke up with I her? I broke up with her, yeah. It was after um, Castaway. I'm like, you need to go home right now. She was so annoying in that movie and trying to replace... Jenny, I don't care what anybody goddamn says, <laughs> trying to replace Jenny from Forrest Gump. And it's like, you're no, you're not as good. Go all the way home. You know? Very right. beautiful woman. Then. <laughs> and I'm not a very beautiful man. <laughs> all right, I think. <laughs> yeah, we ended on I a think, weird note. I Let's think, do that. <laughs> I think <laughs> That's, that's, I'm sure there's a lot of action scenes we missed, and we will come back to it if we realize we're a bunch of fucking douchebags that forgot a lot of things. Yeah, yeah part so, two. Yeah. Well, we're douchebags anyway. But <laughs> what are you going to do? But at least we're not Rick Moranis. That's the point. <laughs> For the record, I hate Mick Moranis. <laughs> Mick Moranis. Damn it. He's no, mean. okay, okay. Let's recast Terminator with actors today. Today, the, the three okay. major, three major. I'd like to see Idris Elba play the T eight hundred. I'd like to see what he would do with that as Very a straight good. up villain. Very good. Um, 
I'm a big, huge fan of Tatiana Maslany. Okay. I would like to see her play Sarah Connor. Oh, okay. that would be great. Uh, okay. I, I would like that. Um, now, Reese. Um, I would like to see someone we, we, we refer to as Mustache. I'd like uh, to see um, Aaron Eckhart play Reese. He might be a little old now to play that character. Right. Um, but I like his energy with stuff like that. I'd like to see how he would do it. All right. You got something? Okay, so the first person that came to mind for uh, what? No, um, <laughs> for Sarah Connor was uh, what's her name? <laughs> um, she was in Shame. She played his sister. Oh, uh, Carrie Mulligan. Yeah, I think she can play. I like her. You yeah. know, I think she would do good with that. With okay. the, with the stress of being Sarah Connor. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Um. So who's gonna play Arnold? Let's just get Arnold. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we cast him in everything. No. Uh, I got a better idea. Uh, Chokish. Martin Chokish. Very good. That'd be horrifying. That's yeah. a scary damn man right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. As far as Wreath, um, you don't want him to... You don't. I like the idea of him being a smaller guy. You know? Yeah, I can understand because he's just you know, born yeah. into the shit. He's got to adapt. Exactly. Yeah. So, Reese. Hmm. I'm drawing a blank. Huh? Somebody small, but they can... Um, we'll get uh, the mountain to play him. Mm. Very good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of three ain't bad, as they say. <laughs> Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> what about you, Crisis? <laughs> Uh, I probably Elizabeth Olsen as, as Sarah Connor. Oh, fantastic. I like that. I, like that. I really like her. Um, I think Miles Teller is Reese. I think Miles Teller is After I said mustache, I thought yeah. I thought of Teller, and I was always like, maybe I should, but yeah. Go yeah, ahead. I think Miles Teller would be a I great think that, that Reese. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for T800? I sure believe it's T800. T-800? If I'm wrong, please sue me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> T800? Uh, I'd like to see what... what um, Michael Shannon would do it. Oh, wow. It'd be a very strange... I mean, ultimately, I I think I would rather see him do T-1000. I like that. I think he would bring something very strange to that. But if we're just... I still want to see him play an evil robot. See what he would do with it. Yeah. No, I'm for that. I I like that idea very much. It'd be very scary. All right. Well, looks like the food's here. Thank you for joining us. We will talk to you next time if we're not shot to death by T-100. <laughs> That's not a character. It is now. If there was a T-100, what would it look like? <laughs> Rick Moran is 100%. <laughs> he is a T-100. That's just... Rat Moran is? Rat Moran is? No.